the Lord has a message tonight, and for those of you who know me, I'm sure you can guess, you know, a little bit about what my message includes. You won't be surprised, hallelujah. And you won't be disappointed, right? Hallelujah. Because he knows what we need. So let's just start by praying, Lord, I just thank you so much for your goodness, God. God, I thank you. I'd just love to think about the truth, Lord God, that you are standing here with me, God. And Lord, it's all about you. We're here for you, God. We're here for you. We're here to see from you and to hear from you, God. We're here because of you. So we thank you, Lord, for being here. We're so excited for what you're going to do tonight, for what you've already done. It's already been over the top, amazing and super special. And so, God, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. As you fill this place, wall to wall, floor to ceiling, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that you are moving and you are working and you are ministering all through this night in the name of Jesus. God, say what you want to say and do what you want to do. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so praise the Lord. Um, so wasn't Sunday great? Sunday, Tim ministered. If you were here, if you weren't here, catch it online. It was so great. Tim and family, I hope you were having a wonderful time wherever you are right now, traveling, hallelujah. But I pulled something from his message on Sunday uh, that I want to pull from Sunday into tonight and then just kind of springboard from there. So something he said, in not so many words, so it's not a direct quote, <laughs> but this is the gist of it. He said, a skewed perspective makes it difficult to receive. And so we can say, in light of the theme for this month of October, a toxic perspective makes it difficult to receive. A perspective of who we are, of who God is, of what we can do, of what God has for us, of our future, all of that that is not in line with what God says is a skewed and therefore a toxic perspective. And so we, are you with me? We want to get on that right away. We want to find out, Holy Spirit, if there is an area... Sometimes it's not all areas. Sometimes we're pretty good in, you know, eight out of ten areas in our thinking. But if there's any area that is preventing me from receiving, I want to know about it. Amen? So, AV Room, if you could put that slide up, we're just going to go right out of the chute. I have a, yay! I have a slide, I have an object lesson, and I have a handout for you tonight. Praise the Lord. Is that, kind of, is that like a trifactor or something like that? Something like that? Three for three? Praise the Lord. You will get this, but you'll get it at the end of the service so that you pay attention. Okay? Uh, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on this because I want to just uh, use this as a springboard to get into what we really want to talk about tonight. But look, you can see the gist of what's happening there. Your perspective on who you are is everything. The way you see yourself, remember we're talking about receiving, 
You remember the metaphor of the door genius from Pastor Ian a couple of Wednesdays ago, I believe. If there is anything that gets in the way of us being able to get from over there to over here, we need to know about it. Would you say you want to know about it? And so we have some things to look at here, kind of areas where you can look quickly now and then later more you can look more, but areas where if you identify with anything on the left, that is not who you are. That is a skewed perspective, that is toxic thinking, and that will prevent you from receiving from God. Okay? Praise the Lord. Sons versus slaves or servants. We are sons. Now, ladies, don't get caught up in that word. You know, they have to be the bride of Christ so we can be sons of God. But that word sons is just, uh, it's a Greek word. It's just a synonym for the word child. One of the ways of saying child. But we are sons. Sonship. God is our father. And because of that relationship, because of salvation, praise the Lord, when we say yes to Jesus, we get to be sons of God. We get to, that's the point that we enter into. We die, our former self dies, and we're born again into the family of God. And God is our father and we are now sons. And we should be identifying with everything that's on the right-hand side of that chart. So what does a son do? A son? A son knows who he is. So a son, this door now actually is representing a house. I apologize, Pastor Ian. It will represent the infinite and the finite later. But for now, it's a house, okay? So a son would have a key to his house. Keys represent authority. So a son would go. A son would not knock. A son would use the key that he has because he is a member of the family. He belongs in this house. And he would walk in the house and say, I'm home. And he would throw his backpack on the bench, go to the fridge, open up the fridge, open up the cupboards, might not even close the cupboards. But he knows he's still going to be okay even if he doesn't close the cupboards. And he knows that even if he didn't pay for the groceries, he still has access to those groceries. Amen? We are sons of God. Now, a slave, on the other hand, even if... Okay, so we're going to use now the door. That's the inside of the house now. I apologize. Just work with me. But look at the difference of a slave mentality. I think of the Israelites who didn't want to enter that promised land because of those 10 spies that said, we can't go in there. There's giants. And you know what? I was meditating on that and I felt like the Lord was saying to me, it had nothing even to do with the height of the giants. They could have been five feet tall giants and they still would have felt too small because of the slave mentality that even though they left Egypt, they didn't leave the mentality behind. 
So a slave would look at that open door, of the, even if the door is open. A slave, actually a slave, probably would not even have the audacity to look inside. They probably would walk by like this. Let alone walk inside that house. A son versus a slave mentality. We have got to get this. What difference does it make? Just everything. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. And because of that, once we believe that, once we expect that and walk that out, then we have access to everything that a son and a daughter of God has access to. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Everything we need is on the other side of this door. This is the finite realm. This is Pastor Ian's genius. I'm just stealing it. This is the finite realm, but we, need, we, could, we could hear this every day. And the Bible says, all spiritual blessing, all spiritual blessing is in the heavenlies. It's right here. It's all here ready for the taking. All we have to do is have the boldness, the courage to walk through to the other side and take what belongs to us. It's there. And we know that's more real than here. But, oh, but we won't do that if we don't know who we are. If I don't know that I'm a son, I don't dare even think that I can access what's in the spirit realm. What? But if I know who I am, oh, you just watch me. If I know who I am, you just watch me. You just watch me. Say, so you just watch me. Amen. And how do we get that truth? There is a way. There is a way to get that truth that you are a son and 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 you are a son. There is a way to get to the point of believing and then acting on. We only act on what we believe. I can tell what you believe by what you act, how, how you act, what you do. Sorry to tell you. I can tell what you believe by what you do, the choices you make and how you act. There is one way to get it from here, because now you all know. I've told you. There you go. You all know you are sons of God. If you're born again, you're a son, you're a daughter of God. Now you know. Now you've got it here. You know it. Say, I'm a, I'm a son of God. There you go. You know it now. But how do we get it to the place of believing? So we have the, it takes boldness to believe for a new heart. It takes boldness to believe for your debts to be paid. It takes boldness 
to believe for your relationship to, re to be restored. But there is a way to get it to move from here to here so that we will have the boldness to act upon it. And that way is through meditation. <laughs> when you meditate on the word, when you meditate on the truth that you are a son of God, that you are a daughter of God, it goes from mentally assenting to it, from knowing it to actually believing it. Amen. Okay, so let's look at John 6. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. John 6, 63 in the Amplified says, the words, I'm going to carry this around with me so that I stay on time. The words, truths that I have been speaking to you are spirit and they are life. Words are spirit. Words are spirit. This is the spirit realm. Words are spirit. Jesus was the word made flesh. Let me do it again. Words are spirit. Jesus is the word. Words are, Jesus is the word made flesh. So Jesus moved, spirit, words are spirit in the spirit realm. Words, words here. What do you need in here? What do you need in here? Everything you need in here. Everything. All spiritual blessing are words that are spirit in the spirit realm. Jesus was the word made flesh. We followed Jesus's example. Did you know that? We followed Jesus's example. Let me tell you how. There it is. Psalm 139, 16 in the New Living says, You saw me before I was born. I was here in the infinite realm. He saw me before I was born. I follow Jesus' lead. I was here in the infinite realm. There's another scripture. Before I formed you, I knew you. I was here in this realm, in this infinite realm, in this spiritual realm before I was born in the earth. <sighs> okay, so how do we do it? If everything that's in here, because the word of God is spirit, okay, and we know from Jesus' example, we can't, spirit can become flesh. Spirit can be manifested. Uh, what's it called? Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Provision. <laughs> I'm like, everything you want. That's in here. If it's in here, you can have it. <sighs> how did he do it? How did it happen? We have to know how it happened. We have to follow the system. How did it happen? First John 5, 6. I'm not making this up. This is so good. We got to follow the system. And then it's easy once we do. 1 John 5, 6, Jesus came by water and blood. He came by water and blood. He moved through the realm, spiritual realm, to natural realm, the infinite realm, to the finite realm. The Bible says two key factors. 
water, and blood. So if we continue to follow that lead and follow that example, we have to have those two key factors in place in order to be able to move things from there to here. At the time of salvation, we get those two things. The blood of Jesus, not our blood. It's the blood of Jesus that gives us access to this realm. And water is a type of the Holy Spirit that we get at salvation. When we walk through that cross, the blood and resurrection life, we have the two key components that we need in order to follow Jesus' lead and bring from the infinite realm whatever word we need that is spirit to the finite realm. Are you getting this? Okay. Shout or something good. Do something. All right. Now, okay, great. So we know that. Hallelujah. How do we do this even more? Psalm 139. Okay. Uh, Pastor Ian, you said this two, two Wednesdays ago, I think it was. Whenever you did the door thing, you stood here, and it was the very last thing you said. I still can see you standing there, and you said it. Before we went to do the meditation seminar, you said it. You said, you saw me. You got to see it is what you said. Because the Bible says in Psalm 139.16 again, you saw me before I was born. You saw me. We have to see over here before it can be manifested here. We have to see it before it'll be manifested. Just like God did with us. He saw us before we were manifested in the earth, in the natural. So we have to follow the same system. We have to see it before it will be made manifest here. Praise the Lord. That's meditation. Bless the Lord. We have to see it. We have to do it the same way. And bless the Lord, I already said that. So what else? What else? Okay. Uh, okay, so we have to see it. We have to see what it is that we are believing for, that we want to receive, and we have to keep seeing it until what we see with our spiritual eyes is more real than what we see out here. The more real whatever it is that you are believing for is with your eyes closed, the more powerful it will be. That is fully persuaded. Let me give you an example very quickly. I got a couple great examples. I was on an elliptical. This is several years ago. I, I've had, I got so many amazing testimonies concerning this stuff. It's amazing. It really, really works. I think that's why I'm passionate about it. But I was on this elliptical, and I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, and my heart is going and going and going, and I was very, very aware of how fast my heart was pumping, my natural heart on the elliptical. And I was meditating of all things. I, don't ask me why I was meditating on this. But I was meditating on being in Africa. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, Lord, is there another way I can tell this story? <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I think maybe someone just went to Africa. So I'm meditating. So I'm on the elliptical. I got, so I can tell you still to this day what I saw. 
I'm standing in the classroom and I'm surrounded by a bunch of students and we're looking out the window and all of a sudden, if you know me, you know I love the rain, it starts pouring rain and so I'm looking at the students and the students are looking at me. We all have a giant smile on our face, right Melissa? And we run outside into the rain and we start playing in the rain. And I'm doing this while I'm on the elliptical. That became so real to me that I was so happy and so joyful and so at peace, so fully persuaded, more real, more powerful, that what happened is it really shocked me. My heart stopped, like not stopped, like died. <laughs> but my heart was beating as if I were sleeping. And I was still moving. I was, so my outside responded because it, it fell for it. It was convinced that I was so at peace that my natural heart, my outside, it followed suit. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so good. I have so many good stories. But bless the Lord. Okay, so we have to see it. So many, so praise the Lord. I was, I was more persuaded by what I imagined than by what I felt in the natural. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay. So, uh, let me give you some practice. Well, uh, so no, let me give you an example very quickly. So very quickly and then give you some practical tips and then we'll be done. So you need to see the things that you want on this side. So very simply, you know, if you have weakness in your body, stop seeing weakness. I, I, I really would love to have the time to go through this with you, but I don't. But if you have this, you know the story of Kenneth Hagin before he was healed. He, he gives a great example of what not to do. What most people do. He, gave, he was sick and he was bedfast and he planned his funeral. He saw himself dead. He saw him, people come to his funeral. He saw himself in the casket. He saw himself get put in the hearse. He saw the hearse drive around town. He saw the, his casket go in the ground. He saw the dirt go on top. He saw people leave. He saw three months later, grass grew where he was buried. That is some major, major scene. But that is not what you're supposed to see. But that's how it works. And then one day he saw in, in Proverbs where it says, keep the truth before your eyes. And he said, you know what? I got, and he got this from the Lord. I got to start seeing myself healthy. And so what did it look like for Kenneth E. Hagin? He saw himself preaching. This is when he was a teenager. Okay, and then let me tell you something. He went over 50 years without even a headache after that testimony. He had two, he had two, two of one and one of the other blood and heart diseases. Three diseases, combination. And he went over 50 years, but he said he always continued to see himself well because of it. So many stories that I would love to give you. But you have to see, if you have weakness, stop seeing yourself like, oh, right? Stop saying, oh, I can't. Stop seeing yourself, right? I can't, I can't go to the fridge. I'm not mocking. I'm not mocking. I want to save your life. I'm not talking, you're going to go to heaven if you do this or not. Okay? I'm not talking about whether you're, gonna go, you're not going to go to heaven if you don't do it. I'm not doing it. If you are saved, you're going to heaven. I'm talking about living heaven on earth. I'm talking about the gospel of the kingdom. I'm talking about bringing everything you need from there to here. 
You got to start seeing yourself strong because weakness is only an absence of strength. And once you start seeing yourself strong, that strength will wipe away any weakness that you had. So you have to ask Holy Spirit, I can't tell you what strong looks like for you. If you're a mountain climber, it's probably going to have something to do with climbing a mountain. If you're not, it probably won't. It's different for everybody because Holy Spirit knows what you need to see in order to be fully persuaded that it's you. If you don't like climbing mountains and he gives you a meditation with mountains, that's not going to speak to you. He knows you better than you know you. And he knows you got to get yourself convinced, fully persuaded that this is who you are so that this becomes more real. So you see yourself strong like Hercules or whatever character in whatever comic book. See yourself like that. See yourself strong like maybe strong means doing your housework without having to take a break. That's real. And that is so good to see that. That's a great picture. See yourself vacuuming and vacuuming and vacuuming and vacuuming and vacuuming until you have the whole house done and you never had to take a break. But you need to see what it is that you want from over here. It's here. And we access it, the Bible said, by seeing it first. And then it's born into the earth. Praise the Lord. So does this make sense? Okay. Oh, my, I'm yelling. Okay. Okay, praise the Lord. So uh, I said I was going to give you some tips, tools. Okay, so you have to see it. And please come and see. If you need help with this, because we don't have enough time. To, I would love to do everything. If you're believing God for abundance, see a table filled with food. See your cupboards filled with food. If you're believing for supernatural debt cancellation, which there's a scripture for it. See what that looks like. Where the bank calls you up and they say, uh, this is kind of crazy, but somebody called and paid your debt. Praise the Lord. That's when it gets fun. When you move from just seeing like debt paid to a whole scene where you really use, allow Holy Spirit to lead you in the gift of imagination that God gave us to just rehearse, not like Kenneth Hagin did in the negative, but to rehearse truth. Until so you play this movie and you get lost in your meditation. So when you open your eyes, you're like, oh my goodness, I thought I was in Africa. That's when you know you're getting somewhere. Okay? So, so number one, you got to find your scripture. Right? Faith begins where the will of God is known. This is filled with so many spiritual blessings that we have access to in that infinite realm. Ah, God is good. Okay, praise the Lord. Find your scripture. Say what God says. Personalize the scripture. See you in the scripture. Talk about you in the scripture. By the stripes that Jesus bore, I was healed. That means I am healed. I was healed. Jesus bore a stripe for me. One of those stripes was for me. Bless the Lord. Ah, personalize the scripture. Always pray before you begin. Pray before you begin, because we want not what you think is a good idea to see, but what God knows you need to see in order 
to get to this place of believing so that you can receive. And so we pray that it would be his meditation, that it would be his perspective, that it would be his pictures, that it would be his movie, right? That he would be the one leading, not my will, but yours, God. Okay, that's super important. Okay, uh, see and imagine what God shows you. Abraham, when he told him he would be the father of many nations before he even had one kid, he gave him things to look at. He gave him pictures. He told him what to see. He said, look at those stars. Count those stars, and when you're done, I'll come back. Count the grain of sands. That's how many kids you're going to have. One grain of sand, two grain of sand, three grain of sand. But you can imagine Abraham at night when the stars came out, and he remembered what God said, and he would look to the stars, and he would see. I imagine him counting his descendants. Get your picture from God. Say, get your scripture. Say what God says. Get your picture from, from God. See what God sees for you. What you want to see is, you want to see, this is what I ask the Lord a lot of times. Lord, right before you said that, what were you thinking? Okay, because, you know, I could look at that and I'm thinking something, and then I say, I like your sweatshirt. But before I said it, I was thinking of something. And I want to know, what's in the mind of God? What was he thinking about me in terms of how much he loves me before he said, you are loved. So when you go to meditate on you are loved, the picture that you want is the one that he saw right before he said it. Praise the Lord. Okay, be consistent. This is the key. To everything. My time is up. Be consistent. Uh, bless the Lord. Resist the, resist the devil in any temptation to think naturally. Okay? This doesn't even have to make sense to you. Just do it. Okay? Uh, and submit to God. God said this is how it works. It's in here. I have the scripture references. So do it. Because God said, that's good enough for me. Praise the Lord. Keep going until the man, how long? Till it comes, the manifestation comes. And share your testimony and help somebody else is the last point. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Thanks so much for joining us today. We pray your life was impacted by the service and that you were able to feel the tangible love of Jesus fill whatever space you're listening from. Maybe you found this message and you've never had the opportunity to come into a personal relationship with Jesus. Or you've known about him but have been far from him. We want to give you the opportunity to make his love a daily reality in your life. Jesus came to this earth and died on a cross so that you and I could be close to him. He wanted to wipe away every disappointment and bring you into a life of purpose and meaning, one that will impact this globe for good. So if you'd like to begin this journey with Jesus today, then repeat this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm praying this prayer because I know that I've made mistakes and have been living without you. I apologize and I trust that you will forgive me. I accept your love and grace and ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. Help me believe in you and love you every day. Help me to show the world what you're like and how great your love is. I commit to live for you from this moment forward. In Jesus' name, amen. All of our Light City family are joining with heaven and celebrating over the commitment you just made to have Jesus as the Lord of your life. We have resources available for you to help you on this journey, but most of all, we're praying for you. Send us a note at info at golightcity.com to let us know about the decision you've made today. We have resources we'd love to send you uh, with some easy steps on how to go from here so that you can discover God in a real and meaningful way. 
If you have a prayer request, our team would love to connect with you and partner with you to see God transform your life. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing from you soon.